Everyone, we want to welcome you back to season two of TNT, the dynamic duo. I'm Brianna. Pites. And I'm Nate. Pites. <laughs> so, um, as you noticed, <laughs> yes, we have a few updates. And if you are new to season two of the TNT podcast, we want to welcome you and we want to share a little bit about what we are about. So, we are, our podcast is designed to spread positivity, overcome challenges and bring awareness to handicap situations. So um, what we want to do tonight is we are just looking to recap a little bit of our past few months. Um, We took quite a bit of a hiatus due to some good circumstances and also just want to reintroduce ourselves. And we changed things up a bit. And guess how we did that? We got married. We got married. So I changed my last name. That's step number one. Um, Second thing that we changed up is we normally just drink one glass of wine and record the podcast, but Nate has decided he's become a um, bourbon aficionado. So I'm going to change things up for season two, guys. So what are you drinking tonight? A little bit of Blanton's. And how did you stumble upon some Blanton's? Well... I was just going out getting a little bottle of wine before our wedding. And all of a sudden, guys, what's your favorite kind of whiskey? I said, Blanton's. He goes, I'll be right back. And, you know, Blanton's is very rare. And so there's not many people that have it or, you know, you know, they don't sell it in high quantities. And so he goes, he comes back with a bottle of Blanton's. And he goes, so here you go for a little bit of money. I get you a little Blanton's to celebrate your wedding tomorrow. (laughs) Which is interesting because, like you just said, it's a very um, low, it's high demand, low quantity. So the fact that you went into a store, we were buying some wine for our wedding party, and they asked you what your favorite bourbon was, because you were kind of over in the bourbon section. And once they found out that you like Blanton's, they were willing to hook you up for... A small minimal fee. <laughs> yeah, and I was very surprised. Like, either, I, wouldn't, I wasn't that thinking <laughs> they were going to bring out some Blanton's for me. I was just naming off my favorite, my favorite whiskey. I would, like I said, I was not thinking they were going to, they're going to bring me out Blanton's. Right. So, for those of you that were with us through season one, we typically were drinking cheersing. red wine, cheersing, and tonight um, we've changed it up. So, a few things. Um, my last name has changed, and the type of. Um, libation that we're going to have during <laughs> word, during our word. podcast. So um we should cheers to oh, that though. Cheers. Yes. Us, cheers so to that. cheers. I don't want to break your wine glass because it's very fine compared to my bourbon glass. Correct. Um so we are super excited to be back and we've had I guess I, I don't know. We've had a lot of people that we've met Probably in the last six to eight months since we've done the last podcast, we've had some new traction. We've had a lot of life changes, and um, we're kind of excited to talk about that. What you can expect for this season two is we're going to be doing some different things, I think, that we're excited about. 
not only are we going to be talking about our life and how things have evolved, but we're also going to be excited to introduce some new people. Um, I know season one, we preached a lot of new guests and people coming on, um, which, you know, I mean, things just work out the way that they're supposed to. And we kind of missed out on some opportunities maybe to have guests, but in the same breath, we also have learned a lot and lived a lot since season one. And we're excited to bring some fresh perspective to what we want to share for season two. For sure. And I'm excited to bring on some, some guests that, you know, all about our podcast was uh, people with disabilities, but we're taking the diss out of disabilities um, to talk about their perspective and what they're going through. And even if they have any kind of children with disabilities, how the parenting level of those people with disabilities that come by too. Yes. So I think um, let's take our audience on a little journey. We should. And let's talk about some things leading up to the wedding. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about some really fun things that happen during for sure during that time we won't have any names but you know definitely good, <laughs> good fun times fun yeah times. um we we got told plenty of times that we did it right yes <laughs> everyone's name will be protected uh for various reasons but what i want to talk about is let's back up to um just a few things that we decided as far as getting married and this was my second time this was your first time mm-hmm. And we really contemplated a lot with, you know, how do we want this to look? How big do we want this wedding to be? Who do we want there? What's important? How much do we want to spend? And that, <laughs> that, that one got stretched the furthest <laughs> is how much do we want to spend? Um, but I will say that, you know, with it being my second wedding, with it being your first wedding, we were not willing to compromise certain things. And the one thing we were not willing to compromise is who we had there. Mm-hmm. So, you had a bachelor party. Yes. And I refused to call mine a bachelorette party, but then everyone involved decided to call it a bachelorette party. And, and I think... I, and, and I saw some pictures, and I saw some <laughs> videos, and I saw everything else that they really went all out for you. I think my friends were living more vicariously <laughs> through me as a bachelorette they, than I ever would have they through definitely, me. They definitely lived it up to a bachelorette party, which is good. Yes. So here's kind of a funny situation on my end is that there was only, gosh, I think four of us on my bachelorette party out of 12 that were married. So that in itself was interesting enough. Um, We rented this beautiful home in the Ozarks and um, we had a boat. We, you know, kind of went around in, in the cove to different bars and we, we really enjoyed ourselves. It wasn't just like some weird drunk fest. I mean, we're all primarily in our forties. And so it wasn't, it wasn't like we would have done it up in our twenties, but we had a really good time and enjoyed each other's company Everybody had fun, but I will say, um, you know, it's kind of funny. It's, it's almost more dangerous. I think when you have women that have been married, divorced and are going on a second go around for a bachelorette party than the first time around, I think they had a lot more fun than they would have had it been, you know, just the first, the first episode. So we had a really good time. Um, how was your bachelor party? It was, it went well. It was, I mean, 
Because you guys we, went to Kansas we City. We went to Kansas City to the Chiefs game. Unfortunately, all your Lions fans, yeah, you, go, you guys can kind of take a hike, but whatever. But the Lions kind of, the Lions beat the Chiefs on my <laughs> bachelor party. The Bummer. only game so far that the Chiefs have lost this season. Darn it. On your bachelor party. It's okay. Party. It was still a lot of fun. I mean, we went to a lot of great spots, great great bars, restaurants. Everybody had fun at the game, tailgating. But we went to one particular bar. Wait a minute. Didn't you didn't you like lose your phone or didn't it die or something the first night? And then you I was up- actually good the first night. My bachelor party was not. <laughs> we got back from the game. And everybody wanted to go out like, okay, I shotgun like, I don't know, three beers. And there was this party beside me like, oh, I thought, okay, let's go over there. I saw him shotgunning beers. I've never shotgun a beer before. Let's do it. You know. When that, it when that, in Kansas City. Yep. When, when the hype is there, you got to take it, right? And you had never shotgunned a beer before. No. And they actually said, great job. You did well. <laughs> so that even got me more confident. Oh, gosh. So I, like, I don't know do- if it's confident or... Um, or so, like, let's do it again. Complete debauchery, but okay. <laughs> let's do it again. And then, so, yeah, the game was a lot of fun. And then, you know, when we go into the game, I didn't know it was going to take so long. So, I had to go to the bathroom, tell you that. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I was run. I would say I run. I would say, I was going to say You running. can't run. I can't no, run. No, he's in a wheelchair, everyone. I can't run. God, where did that come from? Running? I ran? No. Maybe it was in my dreams. You I scurried. Know. I scurried. <laughs> <laughs> so, eventually got to the bathroom. But anyway, the game was a lot of fun. So we went to, let's skip forward to a bar that we went to. We, we were trying to go to, I think it was John's Big, Big Deck. Deck. We want to emphasize Deck. Deck. <laughs> D-E-C-K. Deck. Yes. So you went to John's Big Deck. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We get there. And, you know, it was a... Rooftop bar, like okay, we'll take the elevator right up. We get there and they're like, um, we have no elevator, so the only place you could go is down here. And my bachelor party crew thought, nah, we'll get you up there. Not knowing the sign when we got there said fifty five stairs to the top. Wait a minute, so you guys. So we didn't look at that side before. Had to go to the roof. You had to. I mean, it's a bachelor John's party. John's big deck. It's okay, the, it's the guys. It's the yeah. guys. We had to. We had to. Okay. So right away, we didn't see. Nobody saw the fifty-five stairs. <laughs> then we kind of googled googled the bar, and like, oh, there's a picture right here that says fifty-five stairs to the top. Wow. So you know you have the right bachelor party crew when they carry me. Wheelchair and all to the top to get to the rooftop. Okay. So let's But paint- before that, yeah. Let's get to that. So we had one of the guys just to make sure there was a bathroom on the top of the roof. <laughs> She's laughing for a reason because I'll get to that. So they lift me all the way to the top. Great crew, great guys, you know. Who's gonna do and then I got a call from um, I told from the, the crew there or the bartenders that I was the only person in a wheelchair they've ever seen up there. Well, can you imagine how many people 
would carry their crippled friend up 55 flights of stairs. Or not 55 flights, but 55 stairs to the top. So I think we want to paint the picture. And just to save, um, just to save, like, anonymity. That's not a word, is it? And no, anonymous. No, that's that's no to keep people anonymous. Yes, that that's the word. So okay, so to keep them anonymous, we're gonna say Bob and Jim. Bob's job was to go to the top and find out if there was a bathroom Bathroom up up there. there for you. Yes, yes. So he went up there. Yes, and he goes, yes. There's a sign that says restrooms up there. So there's restrooms up there. So let's yeah, let's go up the rooftop. So I'm having my halfway through my first drink, and I'm like, I'm gonna go check out the bathroom. And then I get to the bathroom, and I'm like, there's a down arrow <laughs> besides restrooms. So I look down, and I see stairs going, and they're like, yes, the the restroom is downstairs. So the only way for me to go to the bathroom. Just to, to go, go down, down the 55 stairs again. Oh, no. You had to go down 55 stairs? Yeah, the bathroom was downstairs. Oh, okay. And Bob, Bob, knowing Bob, Bob, yeah, he goes, I had one job. <laughs> I had one job. And I thought there was restrooms up here, and I didn't see the down arrow. Bob lost his job that day. He lost his job. He lost his job, yeah. yeah. So... Let's, I'm like, guys, I think we can only have a couple of drinks and we got to go back down just in case I got to go to the bathroom. You guys could go. Yeah. But I can't unless you guys want to bring me down 55 stairs and then back up again. And then we decided to have a couple of drinks and then go back down. Okay. So then for other anonymous reasons, um, Jim was on the bachelor party, right? And Jim is a firefighter paramedic. Yeah. So he's used to carrying people yeah. up and down flights of stairs. But... I doubt he signed up for 55 stairs. And, and I gained a little bit of weight. So, I mean, <laughs> well, it wasn't the easiest thing to do. Right. Okay. So, I think what's important to focus on here is, is the lesson and the message that you are who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And the people that you choose to have in your life are going to either lift you up and carry you 55 stairs or they're not. Mm-hmm. And I think we can all safely say that if we look at the people in our life, they're either rooftop people or they're basement people. Mm -hmm. And if you have people in your life that are willing to go to the rooftop with you and to bring you up and lift you with them to the rooftop, those are the people you want in your life. The people who are willing to settle and stay on the ground level, the basement level, those are not people we want in our life. And they definitely didn't even... Raise a finger on getting up to the rooftop. They said, let's go. We're going to go. And, I mean, what a bunch of good friends. So it's all about, you know, one thing that we have in this podcast is over overcoming obstacles. Mm-hmm. The crew that I had on my bachelor party made me overcome those obstacles of going to that rooftop bar with them and enjoy part of my bachelor party. Right. Mm-hmm. Those that are willing to lift you up and have you experience life with them, regardless of your circumstances or situation. And, and, I, and I even got to tell you, on that game, the guys even came up with a with another great idea. Oh, no. Uh, we were trying to get both vehicles to 
the section where I could go, the handicap section. So mm-hmm. we could all we could all have one tailgate area, mm-hmm. and we would have room to go because I had we wanted to park close to the stadium because of me, and so we could get there. So we had got the idea, got the idea of how about we put the wheelchair in one of the vehicles, <laughs> and we'll leave one wheel in the other vehicle. <laughs> and I tried to tell the people, the person that we checked us into the game. That why I'm like I have a handicap sign right there. They have my other wheel because we have so much luggage. Oh gosh. Like they have my other wheel, so the only way that I can get around is I have they have to come with me to give me my other wheel for my wheelchair. You have to have all four wheels. Well didn't work. It didn't work, but Mm-mm. we had some great ideas and I was not upset I was pretty upset that uh that didn't work. Plan B. So we went to plan B. Yep. Had a great time still. Yes. Okay. So that was your bachelor party, my bachelorette party. I mean, in a very small nutshell. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. We won't tell everything. No. No. Because those things are sacred. Yep. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we get to our wedding day. And gosh, I mean, it so was... So much to do. Yes. So, if, so little, so many little details. Oh gosh. If anybody on here has ever been married before, you know, I mean, it's kind of, um, you know, you're a year out, you've got some things going on, you book the major events, the major venues, and then it's like nothing for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's everything. And I think experiencing this for the second time, I was able to kind of pause and be present in places where I had not been before. And I, I knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to give you maybe some, a little bit of advice or just kind of some, I don't know, like a heads up of. And we'll, and we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What, what do we want to, what do we want to talk about? Do we want to give shout outs to people? Do we want to just Talk a little bit about the day and then move on. So yeah, we can we can talk about the day leading up to it or the day of, like the rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal dinner was great, you know. Got a lot, got to see a lot of people together. All of our great friends, family, you know, a great time. But I want to warn you. She warned me that on the wedding day, it will go fast. It'd be like a blur. As we're talking, she you know. Tears off one of her eyelashes. Yeah, one not of my sure eyelashes. What, not sure what happened there, but I know one of my eyelashes must have been was, bothering her, so just tears it off. That they caught you know, guard was. a little bit. One of my eyelashes was just <laughs> peeling off right now because I choose to glue them on every day, and it just was—I could see it out of the corner of my eye. So it's gone. There we go. So, so leading uh, on that day, we got to first of all that morning. We're, we're separate. She's getting ready. She got ready. I got ready. We're not. We don't see each other till the first look. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking out because I'm sitting there. I have I have f- feet braces. <laughs> so I I didn't try on my shoes. I mean, guy in a wheelchair try, have to try it on her shoes. I don't. Right, shoes should fit. I, I have a size this, size this. Like you're not walking in them. I'm not walking in them. They don't have to be comfortable, but I have to get them on. Mm-hmm. I got my shirt, my jacket, my pants, 
and I'm sweating because I can't get one of my, like, how does my left shoe go on <laughs> and not my right shoe? Mm-hmm. I can't get it on. So I get to the church with one shoe on and another tennis shoe. So two different shoes. I would have never known. Because yeah, who looks at my feet, right? Yeah, right. They don't work anyway. So I get into the room where we're, all my groomsmen are getting ready, and I finally get the shoe on. You know, I'd, I had to get all my sweat off and relax <laughs> and finally get, it, get the shoe on. I still don't get it from now. Like, how does the left and right or the right shoe not go on, but the left shoe does? <laughs> so, all that was rememberable. Everything was going slow at that time. The wedding, we get to the wedding, we get to the first look. I remember all that. I try to try to gather, try to gather all that. All good. But during rehearsal of the wedding, I want to bring up this. There's two stairs mm. getting up to the altar part of it. Yep. And we couldn't really, we couldn't really figure out if we wanted to, if we wanted me just to hop down the stairs. Well, I mean, hop in a wheelchair. How do you, how do you hop? I you mean, mean, roll down the stairs, <laughs> right? Fall. But it, that's why it's happening because our wheelchair hops down right, each stair. Right. Mm-hmm. But in the rehearsal, we, we rehearsal before the wedding for the we. I tried to go down the stairs by just by myself, and they didn't feel like it went very well. No, Mm-mm. no. Actually, I think everyone um, at rehearsal was a little concerned for your safety, life, or life. Yeah, life. life. <laughs> I mean, not safety. Actually, life. Right. Okay. Yep. So. Then I had my brother help me. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really I know think he, how much I, help that was. I think he really pushed me down the stairs. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know if he... He goes, you got it. You just had... Yeah. He kind of pulled you down. <laughs> and I don't know if you were like... It was kind of like a roller coaster. I don't know if you stayed in your chair or kind of like li- lifted out yeah. of it. So I had to notify them like to go down these two stairs. Yeah. One person has... On both sides has to help me down, so it's less of a crash down both stairs instead mm-hmm. of just a light going down. Mm-hmm. So that was quite the ordeal. Yes. So day of the wedding, we decided that you were going to be lifted down um, yeah. very carefully mm-hmm. by a couple of the groomsmen. Or, yeah. Yeah, best man groomsmen. And so... Um, Anyway, so that all worked out great. And then we had, um, you know, we had the reception and we had your groom squad come in with capes. So we thought it'd be fun on our entrance. Um, and at some point, we'll probably post a video of this. <laughs> we had everybody on, in the bridal party come in on wheels. We thought it'd be fun since you're in wheels. Yep. Um, one of your... Um, groomsman, but best friends is also in a wheelchair. Yep. And he came in on wheels. So we were like, why don't we have everybody, everybody come comes in on wheels? wheels? So we had some light up roller skates. We had a couple of um, scooters. We had, oh gosh, is little, that it? Like, a little had, small bike. Thing. Yeah, a little that's, bike, a little, close to the floor. a little kids like motorized car, yeah. <laughs> which ended up not working out. But, um, 
it was fun. And, and then we, it, it just went by in a blink. And I think the biggest thing to take away from not only something like this, but just anything in life that is monumental, it's super important. Yeah, it's very special to you. And again, you were going to say super important. Yes. To pay attention in the moment. Slow, and- slow it down as much as you can. Yes. Because I felt, I felt like I was going in fast forward the whole night. I didn't stay in one place very long. I didn't stay at my head table very long. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I don't like remember this. It was everything like it was step by step by step in fast motion. I I need to go here. I need to go here. I need to go here. Just take your time going by step by step. Mm -hmm. And so I guess what I would relate that to is that, you know, again, not to keep reiterating, but having that be your first wedding and you weren't quite sure what to expect. You didn't know how the night was going to go. You didn't know what to pay attention to. Um, with it being my second go around, I did. I knew where to kind of pause, where to look, to pay attention to things. And, you know, so maybe I, I had a slight advantage to something like that. Mm. But here's what I would say is that there's so many times in my life that I have rushed through moments because I'm anticipating the next thing. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a very sad situation, because I've done that too, like with people um, who are passing or who are sick or um, just anything in general that I've, I, it's kind of like an anticipation of like what's going to be next. I've, I've almost mentally blocked like the present moment. Mm-hmm. And so... I think it's important to tell people like when you're going through something that seems really daunting or super exciting. Soak it in. Yes. Just stop and pause and take it in. Um, Pay attention to what you're feeling, what you're thinking. Look around and see who's there. And take in those moments because they're they're what's going to be ingrained in your mind. Right? Mm -hmm. And... And again, I've I've been in those situations where it's not just a super happy occasion and it's like a huge celebration. It seems like all the just anything, any kind of feelings that you're anxious about. Right. Too, like you want to go over fast or not fast, but you You're just you're ex- are anticipating. You're excited about, anxious about. You want to know what's next. Like yeah. what's coming next? What's coming next? And so every time I heard something mm-hmm. at their wedding or reception. Like, okay, I got to do this. I got to see them. Oh, I see these people. I got to go see, talk to them. There's, there's actually a times where I didn't hear any music. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what songs were playing. I was dancing with my mom. Heard very little music because I was focused on dancing with my mom. Right. Our first dance, I was focused on dancing with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, didn't soak in the song we were dancing to. I was focused on the dance that we can do and dance with my mother. Right. Which isn't a bad thing, but I think just from our experience, from your experience in this situation, from my experience in, in other situations too, and, and I'm sure you can relate, um, is just to stop and pause and take things in. Oh, sure. Pay For attention sure. to who is there, what's going on around you. What do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? Um, I mean, I, Use all your senses. Yes. Use the senses to just take everything in because that's where your memories are stored. And um, 
No, we had an amazing day. Our wedding reception was fun. <laughs> um, one of our one of our ushers ended up in some bushes, and I don't know how that happened, but grass stains on his suit. I'm, I mean, he had grass stains up his white sleeve. Some people couldn't even open their eyes. No, um, people left with people they didn't come with. Um, <laughs> I mean. And that's when you know you did it right, right? We did it right. And and everybody had a really good time. We haven't heard any negative about it. No, the food everybody was good. Everybody said had a fun time. Yes, yes. Food was good. I mean, let's, let's say the food was phenomenal. Our floral decorations, everything was phenomenal. Yep. So I think this would be a good time um, to give a couple shout outs. We had a catered affair as our food. Um, they, they did our catering. We had Magnolia Creations as our um, kind of event coordinating decor. Um, we had Cake Creations for dessert. Mm-hmm. We had Caleb Duncan for our photographer. Mm-hmm. And we had DJ Shawnee Mack out of Las Vegas as our DJ. Is there anybody we're missing? Aaron. Aaron, Aaron Bressman, who's a local musician, um, as our musician. I mean, was, I mean, we could there, – there's nothing – we had all great people. Yeah, we had Maverick, everybody did a Maverick awesome custom job. work, Maverick custom woodworking yep. um, that did our, our champagne yep. wall and our, various letters, other things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Our marquee letters. So um, we used primarily everybody that's local around mm-hmm. here and that we just trust. We really like support and that, local. Mm-hmm. And so that was really fun. It was. It was a blast. Yes. So I mean, like I said, I could re. Like I said, I posted all this. I could replay this a thousand day, like a thousand times, that day, and it could it sh- it wouldn't be enough anyway. Mm-hmm. That's how fun it was. That's how everybody had fun. It, you have all these great people, friends, and family in one spot, and you know you don't want to replay it. You don't want to do it over because that moment over it was a special moment. Now we wait for all these pictures and videos that we got. Because that's that's the memories there. That's yeah. the memories. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure some of our guests don't want to see <laughs> all the memories. I mean, our usher that ended up in the bushes with grass stains up his sleeve. I think he slept in his suit, got up in his suit. People saw him doing the walk of shame out of the hotel in his Troop, suit. Trooper. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, one of our groomsmen had to leave a little bit early because he was so intoxicated. He... Couldn't hold everything in anymore and <laughs> lost his cookies in the bushes. Everybody just let it all out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely did. Um, yeah, it was it was a great day. It and was. And you know what? Now we're at this moment and we just keep going. Yes. So what can people expect on season two? We're going to, I promise, we're going to get guests on here. Yes. <laughs> we have to. Well, we want to. We may even get some video. I think we need we're, to do We're going to try to get some video so you guys can all see us when we're talking on our podcast. That'd be more entertaining. Um, and then we have this little pug down here. Little Gus. He might Daddy, make an appearance. He's just staring at us right now. Oh, yeah. He's, he yep. goes, are you talking about me? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he does his little huffs because he gets <laughs> upset. Like, what did you just say? He'll so you'll, maybe you'll see him. Yeah. Um, I would say another thing to expect from us in this upcoming season is that we will be doing some speaking engagements. 
we'll be telling our story. Yep. Um, we will be bringing people into the podcast that we find to be helpful and relevant. And it's not just about our story. It's about continuing with other people's stories and how we can help spread awareness, um, which is is the premise of our podcast. I mean, it's handicap and, awareness. It's spreading positivity. And we and can even bring up where we attend church, where your story will meet ours. We can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people with a lot of people with uh, disabilities, a lot of other stories will meet ours, and a lot of other people people's story will help other other people's story. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think um, just the biggest point is the relatability that we will be able to <laughs> share. Um, oh, I'm getting growled at. Um, <clears throat> I think. Um, yes. So sharing our story is going to be super important on a platform where we are partnering with another company that is going to, um, really showcase people who, you know, are, are dating, are looking to date that have challenges. And I think the biggest thing that, that I want to leave with people and that I've said this multiple times over and over is if you go back to season one and you hear about how Nate and I started, um, as friends. And then, you know, he kind of courted me as a couple and Did we you say courted or cornered courted. Well, courted. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't corner you. No courted. That makes you look like you're a little no, freak. Yeah, no, no. Courted me, <laughs> um, to become a couple. You know, I've, I've had people ask questions. You've had questions and we're very transparent with our life. We want people to feel comfortable knowing who we are, asking us the hard questions and diving into things that may feel uncomfortable in order to help other people grow. And I was recently having a conversation with somebody who had asked me about our relationship. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I said to this person is that Nate being in a wheelchair and me being an able body is probably the easiest thing that we've had to overcome. Mm -hmm. There are people that have very heavy mental challenges. There's people that are um, addicted to alcohol, pills, porn, gambling. Um, there's people that struggle with infidelity. There's so many things that people struggle with at the core that take so much longer to overcome. And the fact that you're in a wheelchair and I'm not is probably one of the easiest things to deal with. And had I been on a dating site where you would have been there and I would have swiped left or swiped right, you would not have been somebody that I would have immediately gravitated toward. And that's just, that's the honest truth. And that's part of going back to when we talk, started talking about in season one of all these, all these app, apps and dating apps. It's not, it's not really the greatest thing. Yes. It, it works out sometimes. And people get married off of those and people get together off those, but you're not really seeing the true person. You're not seeing how they are, their personality, talking to them. And what what she's saying, there's there's many other challenges that people are going through than simply a person in a wheelchair and an able bodied person being together. Right. And so I guess what it boils down to is that um the honest answer is, you know, would I have, would I have ever 
entertain the idea of somebody in a wheelchair dating them had I not known them? The simple answer is no. Um, the complicated answer is I already, I knew Nate as a friend. We developed a friendship. I knew him as a person. I stopped seeing the chair. Those things didn't matter to me anymore. Um, because I just, I knew he was capable of being a whole person and it didn't matter if he was sitting down or standing up, but there's people that, um, would not entertain that as an option and there's people that might be confused about, you know, like how how does that work? And again, we're an open book. But I think I just want to reiterate that there's so many people that are struggling and dealing with so much more in a relationship that this for me was the easy part. And and like I, with me being in a wheelchair, I I could care less about not walking. I mean, I have good mental attitude. I have good you know, a good job, a good family, good friends surrounding me, an amazing wife. Like every everything doesn't have to be perfect in order to be happy. Mm-hmm. There's nobody, nobody is perfect. So life doesn't have to be perfect in order for you to be happy. You're going to go through obstacles. You're going to go through differences. But the thing is, is you, you got to remain positive and you got to remain happy for who you are with in what you are doing, going through, because there's many other things that could be going on in your life that could be harder to get through than you are going through now. Be blessed for what you have now. Be Absolutely. blessed for where you are in life right now. And if you need the help, you know, reach out to somebody. Yes. You have to. Mm-hmm. So you're not alone. This is you're not alone. Right. And I I think one thing that we're we're going to heavily hit on season two is that I have a lot of amazing single friends. Amazing single friends. Um, They're talented. They're beautiful. They're driven. They have a lot going for them. And the dating pool in this area just is not conducive to what these women deserve. And so we're going to talk a lot about lifting the lid off of your thinking. And we're going to talk about seeing things outside of the box, you know, just the zone of like checking the boxes of like, this is what I need. Because I think it's going to become very important for people who are looking for a serious relationship. Um, but I think, I think that's it. Yeah, I think it, this is beginning, beginning season two, episode one. And we've got a lot coming. We do have a lot coming. Look, I mean, be excited for the future, the future episodes, because you never know what's going to come at you. We, we have we have a, a lot of interesting things to talk about, and a lot of exciting things to talk about, and you will not be disappointed. Um, we look forward to season two for sure. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna cheers. Cheers. Nightcap. Thank you for listening to us. Yes, for sure. Thank you for hanging with us for. Um, second season and stay tuned. Have a good night.